Hi folks, uh, this is episode 107 of the Phil Swallow podcast, recording it on Thursday, so my apologies for being a, a little bit late. I just had one of those days yesterday, there was uh, end-to-end stuff going on. So um, yeah, Thursday the 10th of March 2022, I've dispensed with the music again this week. I may change it again when I eventually bring it back, and I thought, let's just... Um, I don't know. I just I'm talking again. I, it's a, a bit about the war coverage and um, elements of what I've done with my uh, with my week or the last couple of weeks. But yeah, title of the show: devastation and the awful situation in Ukraine continues. And I'm beginning to think, how long can this go on for? Uh, there's just been an item on the news where the Russian parliament probably all speaking from a script drafted by Mr Putin and they're talking about the measures they're putting in place to deal with sanctions about you know grace on loan repayments and things it's akin to the sort of uh, measures that were taking place when we announced the sort of Covid lockdown you know almost two years ago and I took it that it's like they're saying we've got this you know yeah, there's all these sanctions coming in, but we're just going to do this, 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 this and this, and uh, everything will be fine with the world. I, I actually switched it off after a while. I couldn't listen to it. Um, and they, I'm sure they know that it was being broadcast across the world. You know, they would have opened this up. And I, I don't know what we're meant to think of it. But every time they talk, it just annoys me. Uh, one of the guys... Uh, Lavrov, who's awful, number two, I think he's a foreign minister, and there's been these talks in Turkey about, you know, aimed to to start the ball rolling on some sort of peace agreement, and he called it sort of, what was it, pathetic, um, I can't remember the term he used, but it was, you know, it was, it, it was trying to completely, um, oh, I can't even think of the word, disrespect, certainly. But it's probably a more powerful word than that. The bombing of the maternity hospital that took place yesterday in Mariupol. And you just think, if these guys aren't at this stage showing any humility, any possible thoughts for human life, they never will. They are really a terrorist organisation wearing a uniform. So think of all the worst sort of terrorist groups that have been operative in the last number of years, uh, or, or ever, uh, and that's that's what they are. They they fly under the flag of the Russia motherland, whatever you want to call it. But they're terrorists. Uh, they 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 really don't care. Uh, they just want to flatten everything, destroy everything, and for what? At the end of the day. I do firmly believe that the Ukrainians can mount, mount a very successful defence of Kiev. I think they're going to be smart. I think they're going to be dug in well. I think they would have laid mines, booby traps, sniper positions, you name it. And yes, the shelling will continue, unless maybe they've got a plan to take out you know, mobile missile launches and the like. They've certainly got anti-aircraft capability, we know that. Not really used too much of it at the moment. I think it's almost like they've accepted some of this is going to happen or had no power, but they want to protect the capital. And I really hope they succeed in that. But 
you know, this is why the Russians pulled out of Afghanistan because they couldn't deal with the insurgents and the Mujahideen. And I think we're going to see the same here. I certainly hope so. And, you know, there will be a way that we'll get arms to them, I'm sure. But it's it's so terribly sad on on so many levels, really. You know, you see these terrible pictures. Um, we we see the numbers of people get that are getting out, which is which is wonderful news. But you, there's just no no visualized ending that we can see at this stage. Um, is time a positive for the Ukrainian defence? Yeah, I hope so. Um, I've actually not heard anything about this convoy for a few days. It's probably still there. I know that Russians have made certain attacks and picked off certain vehicles. Well, that's been um, edging its way forward, but um, we've got more... Well, obviously the sanctions that were referred to in that press release earlier, press conference earlier, but we've got more um, being applied. The more companies are coming in, you know, some of the entertainment companies, Sony and I know Intel and those sort of companies are all coming in and blocking and suspending and whatever their operations and sales. Um, and today the big announcement was the sanctioning of Roman Roman Abram Roman Abramovich, the owner of Chelsea, and that will affect certain operations at Chelsea FC. Uh, it's not something that should punish the fans, but who knows? I mean, at the moment they're not allowed to have pay on the gate fans at games. I mean season ticket sales nowadays are very high not allowed to sell any merchandise not allowed to trade players although you wouldn't do that at this time anyway and it's uh, the other thing which is a bit odd with that sorry is that there were some potential purchases um, from Abramovich of the club but they're not allowed to actually go through a sale at this stage so there's been like a license drawn up in their predicament and they've got some art or culture status an asset of cultural asset I, I probably got that wrong but you get the gist so each day there's something more breaking I, I found it quite hard to watch the continual news coverage uh, I'm favoring the more summary bulletins the sort of six o'clock ten o'clock thing first thing in the morning tune in I will have a look at the phone in the morning but I found the more you look at this general coverage uh, it, it it's tough now don't get me wrong, it's nothing like as tough as being in there in the front line. My heart goes out to those people. And the bit that we can do is to supply them with, you know, a means to defend themselves. Uh, it might seem pathetic, but I'm sure it's better than many have had in history. So, being as positive as I can about this, but it's really not great at all. So, um, Let's hope there is some kind of sensible resolution, not the nonsense that they've pitched up at uh, the ceasefire talks with at the moment. So, take breath. Uh, in terms of the stuff that I've been doing, you know, the day-to-day the -day stuff, so I've got kind of three main videos on the go at the moment. Warning Rugby Football Club, Centenary, uh, and I'm near to getting out and filming that doing some good research, found some good assets, some good stories that I can weave in. So I'm looking forward to that. Need to contact my con contact my contact there just to bring him up to speed and uh, give him uh, my shell script. That's not a Unix thing for those who are that way inclined, but it's a shell of a script. 
that um, that I'll be using for my video when I go out there and uh, walk and talk. So that's good. That's going well. Also had a meeting with a guy from Salesden Residents Association week before last. That was really cool. We compared notes. I pointed out something that I'd found out in my research that he knew nothing about, which was cool. And we were also talking within that about Salesden Park Hotel. And last night I went to uh, a sort of it was, it was a meet the neighbours type of evening from Birch Community, who are the new owners of that site. Quite interesting what they're looking to do. Uh, emphasis on community and it being a retreat and having lots of locally produced things, local arts and crafts people getting involved in what they want to do there. Uh, it's a real retreat look. There's those, so the, the rooms that you have at the hotel or the community no TVs, no coffee machines or anything like that because they don't expect you to go there and be in your room. You're meant to be out there and doing stuff, whether that's arty things or exercise or learning about nature. Uh, I personally would like to still see a golf course on the site, even if it was the nine hole rather than the 18 that we used to have. I got a firm impression from them and chatting from chatting to a couple of the guys afterwards, that's not going to happen. It's, it's against their ethos. So if you look at birchcommunity.com website, you'll get an idea of what they're all about. They've got one site in, I think it's Chesant, Waltham Cross kind of thing, and it used to be a Devere Hotel, which is what Selsden used to be, and they converted it. Uh, what was very interesting about the announcement last night was, he said, he, there was a bit of a pause, he said, so we, we, we're looking to open for bookings at around, I was expecting him at that point to finish the sentence with July, August, and he said this time next year. And that's because it's quite transformational what they want to do there. Um, with their current site, when they bought it, there were ongoing bookings. So they kind of signed the deal when they would take over the hotel. And people had made bookings for, well, just general stays. And they made bookings for functions and weddings. And of course, the Devere brochure view of what they wanted was what they expected, as you would. And they also took it over the beginning of the pandemic, which is interesting, but they still got some, you know, yeah. And they said that was probably the worst thing that could have ever happened because they were trying to impose their new brand identity on something that was needing to be kept as it was. Quite an interesting challenge. So in the finances, they knew that they would be going into Salesden and it would be all cost, no income for that period. So it's not like it snuck up on them and they made a last minute rash decision. Uh, they actually said, this is what we're going to do. So one to keep our eyes on. I think it could be extremely good for the community, the wider community of sales, and certainly for Croydon. And I said to the guy, you know, do you know the situation about Croydon and its bankruptcy and so on? He didn't. So I filled him in on that and I just said, look, if you get the marketing right on this, this could be huge. Um, people don't really need to see any dodgy parts of Croydon by coming in from East Croydon from the north and just dropping down to Selsden. And obviously, if you come across country, you can avoid it altogether. So I think there's some big potential there in um, in Selsden. So, and all of this has helped in terms of my local history knowledge. So meeting up with this guy, Ian, recently, and we had a walk up and down the high street and pointed out certain things that I didn't know. But it means that I can provide more colour to my story when I, uh, when I do the filming. So I'm look really looking forward to that one. But that's kind of equal priority too with Croydon Airport. Uh, so I need to finish that at some point. It's about getting a date in the diary. So, But I have to say the the joy of discovering things from research is wonderful. Uh, so, you know, pulling it out, getting the facts, sort of claiming your source 
knowing what you can use, what you can't use, and also what would be the nugget of real information. So if someone's whizzing through your video, what, what would be what would be the thing that you would want to hear about? And you wouldn't want chapter and verse on one minor bit of the story, but you might want the odd picture with a bit of commentary, and that's where I go, go for, or that's what I aim for in this. So we're approaching mid-month now. I suppose, well, let's be honest, we're a third of the way through the month. But in the next third, that period, I'm looking to go out with camera and start recording stuff. Because I'm doing local things, if ever I needed to do retakes, it's quite easy to do. Also, I know where I'm going to branch off to tell other bits of the story. I can just go down a side road, get the camera out, do a bit of filming and away we go. So I'm kind of evolving my process, but I am doing way more planning than I ever did even 12 months ago for my videos. And I, I hope it makes sense and it makes for a, an enjoyable watch, even if you don't know the area. So this is this is my aim, that you may not know the area, but at least you can feel that you know it once you've had a view of one of my films. So... The other thing, just actually uh, another little businessy thing. So I decided I needed some more business cards. Uh, I had some old ones with my old email address before I changed it to phil at philswallow.com, which is more professional. And I went on to moo.com. They were doing, I don't know, a free postage promotion or something. But I've heard of moo as the brand for some time, just like the cow, M-O-O. And I thought, oh, here's some here made out of recycled T-shirts or something. So very green, let's go with these. Went through the order process, got the cards, and I just wasn't impressed. Uh, I said they were awful, actually, when they sent their email to say, oh, what do you think? Give us some feedback. I didn't go onto the review site. I held back on that. But I went back to them and said, look, this is really not on. I think the cutting is awful. Where the cut edge was, it's kind of almost looks like a bit of a tear rather than a clean cut. To be fair, they came back to me quite quickly, and they said... Well, this is to be expected with these recycled materials. Yeah, except you didn't say that anywhere on the blurb when I actually placed the order. She offered to do a complete reprint for me. So it's the same design. She gave me some tips just to improve the logo colouring. Um, CMYK rather than hex. Okay. Uh, I mean, it's predominantly black with a, with a, a blend into white anyway, but it's not the end of the world. Anyway, I took it on board did some redesign work and I've gone for their sort of it's still a, a class as a matte finish but it's a premium card uh, so I look forward to getting those so I'll have like two versions and part of the reason I go for a, a normal matte finish is sometimes people like to write things on cards so um, yeah we we look forward we I look forward to receiving the redesigns I'll be able to do a complete side-by-side -side comparison if that works, then I may be inclined to use them again. Because uh, I think, you know, the prices are much of a muchness. I used banana print before, and I'd used Vista print before that. And banana were pretty good, but we'll see. Um, and the other thing I did was I had a little QR code, because they're quite popular. So I've got the key information on there, should you want to just sort of type it, or with your iPhone and possibly Android, you just hold it up and you can scan that information in and use it anyway. But the QR codes on there, that takes you to my bio site where all of my links are. Um, so you can contact me in any which way, shape or form that you choose. So that's cool. I will end the show here. Uh, apologies once again for being late with episode 107 of the Phil Swallow podcast. Uh, I may persist without the music for a little while. I don't know. 
Let's see. I'll ponder that one. Any thoughts? Get in touch. Uh, Failing which, look after yourselves and I'll catch up on next week's show.